Another chapter in the history of electronic radio communications begins. Just as I was about to go out on New Year's Eve 2019, news started coming in from the Wuhan area of China about a new virus that was spreading throughout the region. But didn't think anything of it at the time. You know, these things happen all the time. Viral outbreaks in small places. So I went out, I celebrated my new year, came home. But we'll find out the significance of this later in the show. Coming up on the Beer Show Top Beer, I talk all my top rated beers of 2020. That's everything I rated four and above. amazing music I brought you last year with songs from Maddie Stenberg, Claire Meat, Olivia D, Skyline Motel, Lonely Yuck, Volbeat, Jerry's Cook, Liam LaHouse, The Seagulls, Holly Humberstone, Beaver Doobie and Hope Griffin. So here we are. Welcome to 2021. Let's hope this year is better than 2020, eh? What a year that was. Nobody expected that. No one saw that coming. So let's have a recount of what happened on the beer show in 2020. Welcome to the beer show Top Beer, a review of 2020. I spent my New Year's Eve at the Bowlegged Beagle in Upton. Something different for a change. Over the course of the evening I had a load of good beers. But more importantly, what was the last beer I had of 2019? On what was my first beer of 2020? What beers did I drink on New Year's Day? So my last beer of 2019 was Mondo Brewing Fun Sponge. This was a 6.8% American IPA. Extra pale ale malt provides the bakes. Wheat, oats and carapils add to the body. Along with dextrose, Idaho 7 and mosaic hops in the cool pool. Dry hop with Idaho 7, Simcoe and mosaic. Fermented with a blend of American and English yeast strains. I said, not too bad, a little dry and gets very watery towards the end. I gave it a three and a half out of five. And my first beer after midnight was Unbarreled Brewery, Stoutzilla 19. Unbarreled Brewery just says, no rules brewing, made in Brighton. This was a can they had in their fridge. The 2019 vintage of our Stoutzilla comes in at 9.3%. This time with even more vanilla, cocoa and coffee from Pharmacy Coffee Roasters in the mash for maximum decadence. It was really, really nice. I really enjoyed that. I gave it a four and a half out of five. We're wave. Web radio. And then my first beer on New Year's Day. I had a beer in the evening and I had picked up Anchor Brewing's Merry Christmas, Happy New Year 2019. Slightly darker than last year's Christmas sale, the 2019 edition is layered with toasted caramel and coffee flavours with subtle hints of Mexican chocolate, rounded out with herbaceous spices. Crack open a bottle for a spice whiff of Western Evergreens, toasted malts and coastal flowers. It's a rich, round, full-bodied treat with a silky smooth finish. This year our treat was the Western Abavite, the Tree of Life. It's an evergreen conifer native to Northern California, the same region Anchor Brewery has called home for the last 123 years. Before modern medicine, properties of the Western Abavite leaves were believed to have healing properties, hence the moniker the Tree of Life. 
2019 Anchor Christmas Ale proudly wears this tree and symbolises the start of a strong and healthy beginning. This was a 6.9% special ale. Winter warmer, it says. It was okay. I gave it a three and a half out of five. We're Now, here comes the music. Our first song comes from January. A Liverpool musician I saw in January, and then I didn't realise it had been about a year before in January 2019. I went to see her live in January at Liverpool Shipping Forecast Pub just off Bold Street. Her name is Maddie Stenberg, and this is Goats and Girls. Online and mobile. Little wave. Glitter and gold and rock and rolled. <laughs>
4th of January I took a trip out to Lancaster with Liverpool Camera, which included a trip to Lancaster Brewery. I've enjoyed beers from Lancaster Brewery for some time. Lancaster Brewery was a great destination for a visit. Their Black Stout is one of my favourite dark beers. And I had the Tales from the Brew House Limited Edition number 12 at Glacier, which I rated 3.5 out of 5. Their Cascade, which I rated 3.5 out of 5. Their Daisy Stout, which I rated 4 out of 5. And their Tales from the Brew House IPA, which they've re rerun to, to Ales now. So their Tales IPA. I rated that a 4 out of 5 as well. The, the Glacier is 4.3, the Cascade is 4.2, the Daisy Stout is 5.5 and the Tails IPA is 5.7. And from there we moved on and went into town. We went into Lancaster, went to several bars, splitting up as we usually do. I ended up wandering around a little bit on my own for a while, but I don't mind that. I first visited the Borough where I had Hopstock and Two Smoking Barrels from RT Brewery, 4.1% Golden Ale. Then I moved on to the Accidental Brewery. Great brewery, great tap. Fortunately they didn't have much of their own beer on. So I had a beer from Amundsen called Subliminal Messages, which I thought was okay. I rated a 3 out of 5. I then had Neon Raptors on Cracked Hooves, a 6.8% New England IPA. Really enjoyed that, gave that a 4 out of 5. And then the owner of Accidental Brewery saw me doing my reviews and said, have you tried this? And says, here, have this on me. It was the most expensive beer in the place. It was Brew York's John Biscotti, King of Brew York. A 12% Imperial Pastry Stout. Wow, that thing was amazing. Could never really go wrong with stuff from Brew York, but that was absolutely amazing. Gave that a 4 out of 5. That was probably my favourite beer of the year so far. However, we were only four days in. After that, it was getting late. So I moved down quickly to the Sir Richard Owen, which is the local Weatherspoons, to get my Castlemark tick, as I wasn't sure when I'd be next back in Lancaster. And I had Ennerdale Brewing's John Dalton. It wasn't very nice, but it was the end of the barrel. I don't know if that's something that's available from the ball the time or whether that's something I can, I can try again whenever I want. Obviously a local brewery to the area. But yeah, just going off just as I pulled my half, so. John Dalton should have been a stout with lots of roast malt, coffee and chocolate. Named after the famous chemist John Dalton from Cumbria, which is why I thought it sounded absolutely amazing. But no, that was that was not good, but it was the end of the barrel, so. I mean, I gave it a two, so for the end of the barrel it wasn't too bad. You know, I've rated the end of the barrel half to one before. I could taste it had potential, but I could also taste it was the end of the barrel. And then we went home, got the bus back. A few other people went elsewhere. I was tired, I was feeling a little bit bloated so i just went to call my bus home at that point and that was lancaster online and on the app world wave number one for variety in february my american friend claire means from los angeles put out a new single a song about the music industry and how some people are just out to get you and make money off you and don't really care about you it's called Danger. We're wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. I am drowning in the darkness. I am looking for the light. But it seems everything I thought I knew has disappeared from sight. Fakes and frauds If you're real, you feel real odd. 
And I've actually got this set as my ringtone on my phone. On Leap Day, Saturday the 29th of February, I went into Liverpool. I was going into Liverpool for Leap Day anyway. It'd always be my plan to go and have some drinks on Leap Day and get some views and some beer ticks on Leap Day. But I also went to see Paul Sinner, the Sinner Man from The Chase. So I had an afternoon with Paul Sinner, which ended up being an hour with Paul Sinner, even though it was billed for two hours. And that was at the Hot Water Comedy Club on Hardman Street. But before I went there, I went to a pub I haven't been to in quite some time. I went to the Pen Factory. And I hadn't been to the Pen Factory since May 2017. I had Lister's Limehouse Porter from Ford in Sussex. Took over three and a half out of five. 
and I had Fixed Wheel Brewing from Blackheath in the West Midlands, their Blackheath Stout, which I also gave a three and a half out of five. From there I moved down to the Hot Water Comedy Club. I wanted somewhere that was in the vicinity. And I went and I watched the gig. It was really good. And I bought two cans of Lupuloid because it said it was going to be two hours. It was billed as two hours. And they had stupidly priced cans of Beavertown beer. I bought two cans of Lupuloid at £5.20 each. This is for a 330ml can. And I only had one because the gig was only an hour and five minutes. So I took one home with me. From there I moved down to the Philharmonic Dining Rooms. Which I hadn't been to again for some time. Thought, I'm in the area. I'll give it a go. I haven't been here in ages. 14th of July 16 I was last at the Phil. And I had... Pheasantry Brewery Vulcan Blue Steel Golden Ale, which I rated a three and a half out of five. I then moved down and met up with the Wirral Beer Club at Head of Steam, where I had a cask stout from Black Lodge Brewery called Faraway Cows. It's unusual for Black Lodge to do cask beer these days, but I wasn't keen on it. I said it was very wishy-washy and watery. Hardly any taste. I give it a two out of five. And then I had Lost and Grounded Brewery Show Up, Turn It Up off the keg lines and that was okay that was a nice cloudy golden beer i gave that a three out of five and then i had a beer which i hadn't had since my trip to ilkley with liverpool camera ilkley's alpha beta again this was another hazy golden flat beer barely any head on it four and a half percent session ipa it said on it anyway i wasn't overly impressed with that either i gave it a three out of five and i finished at the head of steam on neptune brewery's new imperial stout Coming in at 10%, this was Hear the Sirens. This thing was really, really nice. I really enjoyed the Hear the Sirens from Neptune. It was a nice big black beer. It smelled very boozy. It was 10%, but it smelled 10%. It was nice, sweet and boozy. What more can you say? It's a little bit on the dry side, but yeah, that was really nice. Give it a 4 out of 5. But I didn't stop there. Whirl Wave. After Head of Steam, we moved down to the Newington Temple, which oddly enough is on Newington, a small street that runs between Bold Street and Bramley Street. And there I started on a beer from Beartown in Congleton, called Pit. It was a peach-infused pale ale. I wasn't too impressed with the pit. I said slightly peachy, but very thin and watery. I gave it a two and a half out of five. And after the pit, I went for the hot back summer lightning. And I hadn't had this since June 2017, when I was in Bristol. It used to be one of my favourite beers. I used to find it absolutely amazing. I first drank it at the Hand and Heart in Peterborough in July of 2013. The description for Hot Back Summer Lightning says, A trendsetter in the brewing industry. The original summer ale brewed all year round. An extremely pleasant, bitter, straw-coloured beer with a terrific, fresh, hoppy aroma. This coupled with an intense bitterness leads to an excellent, long, dry finish. Probably the beer to receive the most awards in Britain. And I gave it three and a half out of five. After the summer lightning, I had one more beer. The World Beer Club guys were just leaving at this point. They were getting ready to leave. And so was I. The Newton Temple has a big selection of cans and bottles from Britain, Europe, and the United States. And my last beer of the night came from an Icelandic brewery. And it's got quite a surprising logo because it's got a Viking on it. Now you don't think of Vikings from Iceland, do you? You think of Vikings from Norway. This brewery is called Einstock, and they had a bottle of their toasted porter coming in at 5%. This beer is really nice. I really enjoyed this porter. 
and gave it a 4 out of 5. So after the Newington Temple, I made one more stop for the evening and I moved down to Brewdog. I had two beers in Brewdog. One beer was a beer that I thought I'd never get my hands on. That was my first beer. It was a beer I'd heard about in 2019 Northern Monk Brewery from Leeds. Took their brewing kit, or some of their brewing kit, up the top of Ben Nevis and brewed a beer. Yeah, you heard me right. They then bottled it in 330ml bottle and it sold for about £200 a bottle. So imagine my surprise when I saw Northern Monk Patrons Project Ben Nevis on. So I thought, I've got to try that. That's too good an opportunity to pass up. I gave it a 4 out of 5. I really enjoyed it and I later discovered that it was a rebrew. It wasn't the original, it was the recipe they'd used on top of Ben Nevis with all the ingredients upscaled and rebrewed in the brewery as Patrons Project 16.03. I finished my night on Carnival Brewery from Liverpool. They had a white stout called Macau. And I gave the Macau Oak Cream Pistachio Pale a 3 out of 5. It was a bit too weird for me. A cream beer with pistachio nuts in it. Yeah, not entirely convinced by that one. And that was it. So knowing it was a good 20 minute walk back from my bus, I set off back down Bold Street, heading back towards the Thomas Street. Online and mobile. Wave. We're already into the holiday spirits. So we're moving on to March. This is where things started to get a little interesting, but we'll come to that in a minute. First, our piece of music. Back in March, Spotify recommended me a couple of really good artists, a band and a singer. I'm going to bring you the singer. A singer from London called Olivia Dean. Born and raised in Walthamstow, Olivia Dean caught the eye of London label AMF with her first ever song Reason to Stay, which she uploaded to Spotify and Soundcloud, where it quickly gained hundreds of thousands of streams. Olivia is hotly tipped for the year ahead. This week alone she has been named New Artist of the Week on Apple, with her song Password Change also being added to Radio 1's BBC Introducing Playlist. Since the release of Password Change, she has gained fans like The Fader, Wonderland, Clash, Line of Best Fit and more. Her debut EP, OK Love You, Bye, is now out on AMF Records. This was her debut single. It's called Reason to Stay. I brought you this back on Show 24. Ah. We're on Wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. Given your statement, the place and the time you said a misunderstanding, that's all it was. I should believe you, we can't build love on a lie, but I'm starting to doubt you. I wonder why. If you say you love me, don't go and waste my time.
March I continued going out as normal into Hoylake, West Kirby, Liverpool and had some interesting beers including a really nice one from Polly's Brew Co called an original mix at Dead Crafty Beer Company on the 3rd of March. I had Pashmina by Salt at the West Kirby Tap on the 9th of March I really enjoyed that that was a nice stout but by the end of the month everything had changed. Rural Wave your local community station with a difference. Remember at the beginning of the show, I told you about a virus that had been ravaging the Wuhan area of China? Well, by mid-March, it was ravaging most of Europe as well. By the time I came to go to Barcelona Beer Festival in mid-March, I ended up cancelling my flight and my hotel and taking a financial hit on the ticket. But the beer festival themselves, despite this virus now known as COVID-19, ravaging through Italy and a lot of Spain, and a lot of Barcelona. The beer festival organisers didn't actually cancel the festival till two days before the event. I kept looking, I kept waiting, and in the end I decided it wasn't worth the risk to go, and if I went and risked it, I may not be able to get back. So on the 14th and 15th of March, I did my own Barcelona replacement beer festival with some of the Barcelona and other foreign beers I'd brought back over the years. Wirral Wave Web Radio on wirralwave.co.uk Oh, wonderful! Listen all you want. We're coronavirus free. Wirral Wave. When I visited the Liverpool Craft Beer Expo on the 12th of April 2019, they were handing out these cards for a free month of a subscription beer box from a company called Beer 52. And I thought, you know what, I'll try that. So I set up this subscription, free for the first month, then... £24 a month for eight beers. The problem is I've got so much beer at home and I go out so much that I wasn't drinking them. They were stacking up and stacking up and stacking up and stacking up. Which for me was very, very good. 
because everything had gone to shit by the 23rd of March and I had decided that I wasn't going to go out anymore because I was more susceptible to this virus than other people. For some reason, it is more virulent in people who are overweight. Go figure. So I stopped going out and I started drinking these boxes of beer I'd been racking up for a year or 11 months. Initially, I didn't get it every month. I had maybe nine of these boxes, nine months worth. And I started on a very interesting one. It was beers that came from down the Danube. And there were some really, really nice beers in this down the Danube box. We had Eden Pale Ale from Yankee Kraut in Germany, a Session IPA from the Garden Brewery in Croatia, a chocolate and peanut butter stout from the Garden Brewery in Croatia, a beer called Chatsi from Monio Brewing Company in Budapest, a beer called Tak from Brauhaus Bivog in Austria, and another beer from Yankee and Kraut in Germany called Stout in the Name of Love. And my favourites out of that were the Garden Peanut Butter and Chocolate Stout, the Monio Chatsi, the Yankee and Kraut Stout in the Name of Love, and the Yankee and Kraut Eden Pale Ale. Those were my four out of five rated beers out of that selection. I've had the Garden before. The Garden, a, a great brewery, I first found the Garden at a bottle shop in Leeds. Bivog I have had at Budapest Beer Week, same as Monio. But the Yankee and Kraut really blew me away. I'd never heard of them before. It's a beer, as the name suggests, it's a beer started by a German and an American. For something I hadn't tried before, I was very much blown away by the Yankee and Kraut beers. Very, very nice. Whirl Wave. Fantastic. Something for everyone. My second box of beer from Beer 52 was a project brewed in collaboration with a number of restaurants in London, which is what made me initially believe that these restaurants were in Edinburgh, not London. It was an interesting and ongoing project called The Table Project, where they worked with a number of craft and artisan restaurants in London to brew them beer. And they said to the owners of these businesses, what sort of beer would you like? What sort of beer do you think would pair best with your food? And they did a load of them. I got eight because I, I get the box with eight beers. There was a 10, there was a 12, and it does say there would be more coming, not that I've seen any more this year. This box again was from 2019. The first part of the name is the name of the restaurant. And my favorites out of the six I had were the Kvesh Dry Hopped Whip Beer with the Lime and Coriander, the Arepa & Co Session IPA, which I think was probably my favorite of the lot, the Club Mexicana, which was another nice tropical pale, my favourite was the Radio Alice, that I rated a 4.2 out of 5. I think that may actually have been a slip. Radio Alice was really nice. It'd be interesting to see a bit more from them. And then there was two beers left over, which I had another time. More music, more variety. My band for April was someone I was recommended on Spotify. I've got a lot of good recommendations from Spotify this year. This is what I told you about them back at the time. This band are called Skyline Motel. They're from Nashville, Tennessee. Band members are Sarah Buxton, Daniel Tashin, Kate York and Ian Fitchuk. Keep an eye out for these guys. This is the first track off their 2020 EP called After Dark. And this is called Fields of Knowing.
top beer I'm only giving you my top rated beers. My first box of beer was the Beer 52 Awards box which brought me a great beer from a Polish brewery I really like that we've just had again in my Beer 52 beer advent calendar. The brewery are called Brelvarschrek Company which means three friends. The beer was called Tora. If you remember Tora from last week. It's a 6.6% .6 double New England IPA. Really good, really nice, really juicy, really fruity. Really enjoyed that one. Yeah that 4 out of 5. On the 7th of April I had Medicine Man from the Big Smoke Brewing Company in London. Oh no, they're not in London, they're in Surrey. Well, the Big Smoke is the nickname for London, so I assumed it was London. 
We are a young brewery producing modern beers in the leafy suburbs of Esher in Surrey. We brew hop for pails, rich stouts and everything in between. Our beers are available throughout the UK. This was Medicine Man, it was an American IPA, 6%. Our flagship IPA has evolved over the last few years, but started out as a fairly malty affair, is now brewed with 95% extra malt to allow the hops to shine. A balanced IPA with a refreshing bitterness. Brewed with Citrus Simcoe, Summit and Atanum hops. I haven't heard of Atanum in ages. This was really nice. Big, juicy, fruity. Yeah, really enjoyed this one. Four out of five for that. And then we moved on to the next week, the 13th of April. I started a trip round Tallinn and Helsinki with a brewery called Sorry from Tallinn. Serious beer for not so serious people. Crowdfunded brewery started in Finland, now brewing in Estonia. Two Finnish craft brewery rebels voted with their feet against the ludicrous alcohol legislation in Finland. Now brewing their world-class beer in Tallinn, Estonia. Sorry has one of the biggest barrel aging projects in Northern Europe. Located in an old Soviet-era factory on the third floor, this brewery truly is a unique package. Being close to the town centre, this brewery is a must on your visit. So hopefully when all this is over I can get out to Estonia, which is on my list of places to visit. This beer was called Yes IPA. 5.5% gluten-free IPA with all the taste. This refreshing IPA is hopped with mosaic and centennial. A lot of fresh pineapple, tangerine and floral notes. Since our brewing process is flexible to make beer for our gluten intolerant friends, we wanted to make one that doesn't compromise in taste. And this is it. This was really nice as well. I've never had a gluten-free beer before. But yeah, really enjoyed that as well. Four out of five for that. Inducible, nice, juicy, fruity IPA. And I think I might have bought another bottle of that. I've definitely bought another bottle of this one from a brewery called Ollenort, staying in Estonia. This was Sartskas Easel. There's no description for it. It was a spiced herbed beer. Really nice. Really enjoyed it. It translates as Spooky Donkey. The All Nought story started in 2009 when our brewmaster couldn't find any interesting beers in the store, so started homebrewing. Within a few years, the demand for his beer grew among his friends. Bleemar teamed up with Ermas in 2012 and founded the brewery. The first beer was released on the 26th of December 2013. All Nought is the only brewery in Estonia who use local ingredients. We believe that every beer must have a local unique quality and flavour. Next I returned to Sorry Brewing Company and I had their beer Coffee Gorilla. This was really nice. This was a 7% coffee porter. A yawn is a silent scream for more coffee. You face the Coffee Gorilla every morning in the mirror before your first cup. Now it's possible to drink beer and coffee at the same time. This must be the future. Coffee Gorilla is also great as a dessert. Brewed with six different malts and smooth espresso. Pair this with everything chocolate. Yeah, really nice, really smooth, really chocolatey. Sweet but not too sweet. Really enjoyed that. Four out of five for that. And I finished that with a beer out of my fridge. I brought an extra beer back here to Wales. And I had a can of Cloudwater Bruco's IPA. It was a 6% IPA from Cloudwater in Manchester. Juicy soft and full of ripe tropical flavours from a blend of hops and aromatic yeast. This IPA is our modern take on the classic style. Showcasing hot flavours and yeast esters against a big body from high protein malts. To replicate the mouthfeel of tropical fruit. This beer finishes with a low bitterness to allow the hop aromas and flavours linger on your palate. And I really enjoyed this. Really nice. It was almost seven months out of date. It had the best before of 27th of the 9th, 19. But it was still absolutely amazing. Really nice. Four out of five for that. We're all wave. Now, here comes the music. The music for May comes from an artist from London. Another young female singer named Lola Young. 
I was again recommended this on Spotify. As I said, I've been getting some amazing Spotify recommendations this year. This week on Spotify, I have been recommended a young lady from London by the name of Lola Young. Fiercely independent and possessing a true artistic vision, 19-year-old Lola Young has potential, spirit and the individuality to become Britain's next biggest talent. Growing up in South London and with an inherent sense of direction and personal drive, Lola immersed herself in music. It's been part of my life since I had my first memory, she says. I've been singing since I could talk. Not that I was a good singer back then. I had to learn, practice, get lessons and teach myself. Hard work was involved when it came to learning how to sing. Many people say it sounds like I was born with that voice. That's not the case at all. No one knows who they are, but you can know what you're trying to be, laughed Lola, discussing navigating the industry. My music is all the different parts of me and how I work, she explains. In this way, it defies categorization, while every beat and melody has meaning and intention. As a lyricist, Lola draws you into her world, creating evocative scenes with all the tenderness and sensitivity of a folk artist, whilst maintaining the sharpness, wit and attitude of a rapper. Exceptionally talented, with an undeniable creative focus, she's a musical force. A thrilling and uncompromising live performer with an astute and unique gift for writing songs that encapsulate and explore the human condition. Lola Young can't be boxed or categorised, and because of that she's one of the most exciting new British artists ready to be discovered. There we go. That's her profile off Spotify. Has an array of different sounds, cannot be boxed or classified. To me, that is the definition of an alternative music artist. Something very different from the mainstream. This song comes off her 2020 single, Renaissance. It's called Pick Me Up. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. too long since we got together i did you wrong but you were never any better said i put you through your favorite kind of weather and to tell you the truth i still think about you sometimes babe were you ever mine babe i wear your coat when it's cold babe it still smells like your life too long since we got a kick in. I didn't talk cause you never listen. I'll be at yours at half six if you're up for a drink. We can talk about this and I'll pretend I'm doing just fine. Babe, I look you straight in your eyes. Babe, I wear your coat when it's cold. Babe, it still smells like your la-la-la-la-la's, babe.
May I started a box from the Alps which was actually from December 2019 and in it I found a beer from a French brewery called Ninkasi which I very much mixed up with an American brewery called Ninkasi because Ninkasi is the goddess of beer. Based out of Lyon in France Ninkasi is the brainchild of three young graduates and the brewery's origins can be traced back more than 20 years to a road trip across the USA. After returning from their road trip, they wanted to introduce the concept of microbreweries to France. They used Incassi, the goddess of beer and brewing, as their totem, and the project first saw the light of day in 1997 in Lyon, one of France's historic brewing centres. They now have 13 bars and restaurants and even a nightclub around eastern France. Yep, they've got a live music hall. This first beer up was their IPA, Ninkasi French IPA, 5.5%, or 5.4%. Ninkasi French IPA is a beer with a malted body, brewed with 100% French ingredients. It first hits the mouth with powerful fruitiness, then delivers a delicate bitterness. This beer style is inspired by the traditional pale ales and revisited with hops grown in Alscas, France. Since this beer style was sent out to the British colonies, particularly India, it was strong and brewed with a large amount of hops to improve its conservation for surviving the long journeys by boat. Give that 4 out of 5. Really, really enjoyed that. I'm fairly sure I got another bottle of that as well. The next beer I really enjoyed out of that box was the next beer out of that box. From Pivovara Pelikon in Azjavcina, Slovenia. Slovene Craft Brewers awarded Best Brewery and Beer in Slovenia by Rate Beer. Awarded the World Beer Idol. This was Black Aurora. There's no description. It was a dark ale. It says it was a dark ale. I could have sworn it was a stout or a porter, to be honest. It was nice, smooth, rich, chocolatey, slightly smoky from what I remember. 6.2%. Really nice, really enjoyable. Did I make any notes on it on my check-in? There we go. Dark beer with roasted notes. Smooth and chocolatey to finish. There you go. This was seven months ago and I remember this beer. The problem with this box was I liked most of the things in it. There was a beer that wasn't from the Alps but was thrown in just because. R36 Juju Juice from Lost and Found Brewery in Brighton, I believe. We are Lost and Found. We make modern, vibrant, no compromise beer. Crafted in Sussex with the finest ingredients. Ever evolving and always aligned with the seasons. As I said, this beer was called Juju Juice. It was only 2.8%. That's what was so surprising about it. Light but with a tropical fruity flavour. Tropical, blueberry, citrus. 
Yeah, really nice. Four out of five for that. I never thought I'd rate a 2.8% beer, four out of five, but that was really nice. Really good, really juicy, lots of body. Even though that was 2.8%. Uh, and finally, we returned to Ninkasi Brewery in Lyon, France, for their porter, Ninkasi Noir. Soft, dark and chewy. Ninkasi Noir by France's Ninkasi Brewery takes its styling from the 19th century Leonese dark beer. Pouring deep chestnuts with ruby highlights, Ninkasi Noir breathes dark malts, coffee and chocolate notes, characteristic of the best porters. On the palate, this beer offers more of these tones with a dark, yeasty, dark fruit and brown sugar character that usher in a lingering bitter finish. This was amazing. I love this stuff. Gave this one a 4 out of 5. And again, I ordered another two bottles of this. Lovely stuff. Really enjoyed it. There were another four beers from the Alps, but only two of them got 4 out of 5 ratings. You're listening to Wirral Wave. Wirral Wave Web Radio. White Pony Microbrewery. Resistance. Oh dear, they've got a very distorted sense of humour at this brewery. Sorry about that little laugh. Um, their uh, email address for contacting them about working for them is workersaslave at whiteponybrewery.com. Like, what the? Let's tell you a little bit about them. They're about 25 miles or 40 kilometres outside of Venice. They were rated in the top five breweries at Bruges Beer Festival 2019. White Pony Microbrewery, born from a real passion for craft beer. We make craft, unpasteurised and unfiltered, bottle-conditioned real ales respecting the ancient tradition, but with our own innovative view. Our beers are only made with water, malts, hops and yeast. And sometimes we put in some particular spice or sugar. This method permits an evolution of the beer in the bottle and the possibility to aid it for a lot of time. We don't want to bore you with words like we use the best ingredients. It's just obvious. But we try to spread our emotions through the beers. Because for us, beer is art. We don't want to make the same pills or wit beers of the same thousands of breweries. We brew first of all what we like to drink. Trying to make something different. Inspired by each moment of the life and emotions that we feel every day. We hope that you'll find those emotions inside a bottle. Peace, love and beer. Story and awards. White Pony Microbrewery is a brewing project thought up in 2012 by an Italian guy, son of an Italo-Belgian family that at those times was not able to find a good job as a nurse. A story of passion, knowledge and experimentation. In December 2013, White Pony entered the top 10 at Cursed Beer Festival in Essen with the Prophet Bourbon Reserver. In 2014, we entered the same chart with the December Flower and three beers were rated in the Italian Top 50 by Rate Beer. During 2015, Lost Autonomy won Lopolo Doro Golden Hop at Beer in Italy and Black Sheep and the Crow was voted in the top beers imported in Sweden. In May of 2016, our Oracle run the Lupo de Borro medal. In August 2016, Oracle received a silver medal at the Nordic Beer Challenge. We actually have five beers in the top 50 by Rate Beer, and we are in the top breweries for untapped. Buying our beers, you contribute on helping people. Part of our profits are donated to Who Was Forgotten. Make this life a beautiful adventure. There's no description for this. It's just called Resistance. This was an 8.5%. Belgian triple and it came in a 330ml Belgian stubby bottle. That was really nice, really enjoyed it. I gave it a 4 out of 5. We're all wave. Web radio. My final beer from that box, well not my final beer, but my final beer worth mentioning from that box, came from Austria. Returning to somewhere 
We've been before. We are returning to a town and a brewery I covered on the first edition of Beers from Lockdown. When we went down the Danube, we visited the town of Bad Radkersburg and a brewery called Browhouse Bivog. This is off their Facebook page. Our story. Bivog Microbrewery is the fruit of inquisitiveness and aspiration towards discovering new drinking experiences. It is the result of enthusiasm, love and zeal. We brew beers with character and soul. Our goal is to transcend the limits of the known and the ordinary. We have had enough of a monotonous beer offer and the belittling of beer. Beer can be, and is, much more than that. Bivog Brewery is dedicated primarily to beers of top fermentation, more commonly known as ales. The ales we brew originate from England. In the last few decades, this highly diverse type of beer has been given greater breadth with a wider range of flavours and has been shifting the boundaries of individual styles and becoming more and more popular around the world. It's gaining popularity not only with beer lovers and beer drinkers, but with general gourmets, chefs and people who are always willing to explore new flavours and experiences and who care about they ingest. We first encountered these guys at Budapest Beer Week, a beer with a simple name. This beer was called Zoe. 4.3%. Bivog Zoe is a playful, vibrant session IPA which has distinctive tropical and citrus characters of grapefruit, passion fruit, stone fruit and lime. The soft multi backbone combined with oatmeal gives it a finely balanced body. Huge amounts of very fruity American and Australian hops added throughout the process of brewing and maturing turn this beer into a magnificent hop party with an amazingly balanced hop bitterness and all packed into a very slim alcohol level. It's a beer for every day, at any time. And I really enjoyed this. It was good, it was nice, it was fruity, it was juicy. And that's why it got the 4 out of 5 rating. And that's it for Around the Alps. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now.
There we go. To offset all the young ladies I've been playing you. That was a Danish rock band named after a Pokemon called Volbeat. Volbeat are a Danish rock band formed in Copenhagen in 2001. They play a fusion of rock and roll, heavy metal and rockabilly. The band is signed to Dutch label Mascot Records and have released seven studio albums and one DVD. All of their studio albums have been certified gold in Denmark. Their second album, Rock the Rebel slash Metal the Devil, received platinum status. Their 2010 release, Beyond Hell Above Heaven, was subject to wide international critical acclaim, receiving double platinum status in Denmark, platinum in Finland and Germany, and gold in the United States, Sweden and Austria. Volbeat's seventh album, Rewind, Replay, Rebound, was released on the 2nd of August 2019. That was off Rewind, Replay, Rebound. It was called Leviathan, and I found that just by YouTube going through random videos while I was watching Leo Maraccioli. You're listening to Wirral Wave. Wirral Wave Web Radio. The beers I've chosen from my June shows actually started at the end of May and staggered the last week of May and the first week of June. Again, this was one of, probably one of my favourite beer boxes of the year. This was the box from Virginia, and I was actually a month out because these shows actually staggered at the end of June and the beginning of July, even though the reviews staggered the end of May and the beginning of June. And we start with a brewery called Hardywood Park. This brewery was just outside Richmond, Virginia, if I remember the article correctly. And it says it could be a mega church if viewed from a distance. Co-founders Eric McKay and Patrick Murto were introduced at a very young age through friendship of their parents. Their families would vacation together and it wasn't long before the two would forge a strong friendship of their own. Years down the road, a well-timed meet-up at a sheep station in Australia brought their passion for homebrewing and beer culture into sharp focus. It was there at Hardywood Park where they shared their first glass of full-flavoured homebrewed beer. That day inspired ten years of hard work and planning. Eric on the business side and Patrick on the brewing side. And brought their dream into reality with the launch of Hardywood Park Craft Brewery. I remember the article for this. They were backpacking through Australia. It was a stupidly hot day. They were working on the sheep farm. And it was right in the outback. It was so far in the outback there weren't any bars nearby. And the guy they were working for, he was they were working for him and he was staying with them on this farm. And he brewed his own beer and they'd never heard of homebrew beer before these two. And they tried it and they loved it and they said, when we get back to the States, we've got to do this. They went off, did other things. Um, Eric went to business school. Patrick studied brewing. They went off, did other things and then came back together about 10 years later and started Hardywood Parkcraft Brewery. The first beer from them was single and I've still got the bottle cap for it right here. I'm looking at it right now. Hardywood single. 6.2% Belgian blonde beer. Unfiltered, unpasteurised and uninhibited. Hardywood single is a feat in balance. Sunshine golden with a fluffy head and a veil of Belgian ale yeast. Singles tropical yeast esters complement the spicy hop aromatics. Delicate body, singles mellow dry finish culminates in an ethereal experience. I love this thing. I thought this thing was amazing. Gave this a 4 out of 5. This was really, really nice. My next beer came from Port City Brewing Company. Port City in Alexandria, Virginia. There's no description for Port City. I can't remember the description for Port City. It's too long to actually go back and pull the piece. These guys are slightly out of the centre of Alexandria from what I remember. And this was their porter. 7.2%. Great American Beer Festival 2015 Silver Award winner. 
Mule Beer Cup 2018 Silver Award winner in the Robust Porter category. This beer showcases bittersweet flavours of coffee and dark chocolate with a very complex malt character enhanced by a yeasty fruitiness. It pours ink black with a rich long-lasting brown lace on the head. Port City Porter earned a 90 rating on Beer Advocate and was named one of the 40 essential dishes every Washingtonian must try by the Washington Post. It was Alexandria is... Although technically it's Virginia, it is literally just outside of the city limits of Washington DC. And a lot of their beer is sold in DC, so they have to compete with the international beer scene in Washington DC. That was really, really, really nice. You know what I gave this? I gave this a four and a half out of five. Absolutely delicious. Moving on to a beer I brought to you from the Beer 52 Advent Calendar in December. The Virginia Beer Company. Beer People Purpose. The Virginia Beer Company is a brewery, taproom and beer garden in Williamsburg, Virginia. The brewery was founded in 2016 by two graduates of the nearby William and Mary, who were joined by the brewmaster out of Sweetwater Brewing in Atlanta. Four year-round beers complemented by a boundary-pushing rotation of limited edition beers including experimental IPAs, barrel-fermented Brett Saisons and barrel-aged imperial stouts, among many other diverse styles. The great variety of recipes available at the Virginia Beer Co. Tap Room. The beers are available throughout Virginia, New York, the UK, Europe and Japan. As a poet, I loved the name of this beer. It was called Freeverse. It was a 6.8% American IPA. Tropical, unfiltered, juicy. This juicy, tropical and unfiltered IPA expresses itself without limitation thanks to copious helpings of Azaka and Chinook hops. Really nice, really fruity, really juicy, really enjoyable beer. I hope to get some more from these guys someday. Yeah, very good. Very enjoyable. My next one also came from the Virginia Beer Company. It was a 6.2% oatmeal stout called Elbow Patches. Roasty, creamy, chocolatey. So this sounds right up my street. An oatmeal stout to be enjoyed with breakfast, lunch, dinner or any time in between. A smooth velvety base sets the stage for the pronounced aromas of chocolate and coffee. And this one's won a shitload of awards. Look at this. 2018 Virginia Beer Cup Gold, Dark and Strong British Beer. European Beer Awards Silver, Dry Stout Category. 2019 Australian International Beer Awards Silver, Other Stout Category. 2019 International Beer Cup Silver, Export Stout. 2019 Brussels Beer Challenge, Bronze, Export Stout. 2020 European Brier Star Awards, bronze in the stout category. There was another beer from Hardywood Park with a great story behind it. Uh, it was about fish. It was called The Great Return, but I only rated it 3.5 out of 5. So my last 4 out of 5 rated beer from the Virginia box was Port City Brewing's Optimal Wit. Unfiltered wheat beer with orange peel, coriander and grains of paradise, a relative of the ginger root. A light and refreshing beer with a balance of drinkability and complexity. Crisp citrus flavour with spice and a subtle pepperiness on the finish. And this one's also won some awards at the Great American Beer Festival. 2013 Gold. 2015 Bronze. 2018 Silver in the Belgian style wit beer category. Really, really enjoyed this. Yeah, really nice beer this one. I like my wit beers and my coriander beers. I gave this a 4 out of 5. Absolutely delicious. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now.
been my lucky day when I first laid eyes on you. Lady cool, then my mind, I don't want to be no fool. I gathered up the nerve, determined to make it work, babe. I walk on over, my heart is beating fast, babe. I keep on pushing, I know my courage won't last. And then we finally meet under the shade of an apple tree. Coming back to that apple tree, babe. Carving our name in the trunk that you and me, babe. Don't wanna have it no other way. There's so much left to say. Left to say. Been a couple of years and I think we're doing fine. Turn to me, said you need a space and time. How do we ever get this wrong? I thought what we had was strong. We talk about it, and we say some things we shouldn't have said. I had no idea all that was in your head, but I got the remedy to bring it back how we used to be. Yeah. Coming back to that apple tree, babe. Carving that name in the trunk with you and me, babe. Don't wanna have it no other way. There's so much left to say. Left to say. Thought we were strong together, we've been through hell and back together, yeah. Yes, we did, Don't want things to change. I know we got to work on things. Let's get it back. We can put this thing on track. As we've just had some beers from Virginia, that was a song by an artist based out of Virginia. Apple Tree by Jerris Cook. Jerris Cook describes himself as a soul-infused folk artist. Raised on the musical diet of vintage Motown and 90s R&B, Jerris Cook is serving up his own blend of music therapy with a dash of folk. Combine that with his percussive style of play and you become witness to a performance that is both unique and memorable. The mission is simple. To produce music that is therapeutic in a way that some foods are. After all, music is the food of the soul. So eat up, because the music therapy begins here. My boxes of beer in July were the summer of love, and then I did my leftovers. Because you know I said I had some leftover beers from when I was sort of from doing three a week to doing four a week. Because when I was doing three a week I had two beers left over, but eventually I had six beers left from that, so I did a leftovers and 
in April, I started homebrewing. July shows, the last shows for July, were my leftovers and homebrew. Then after that, I did my two-week International Beer Day special, which also ran over into the first week of August. So from this range, my four out of five rated, or my four or above rated breweries were The Garden, Flat White Coffee Porter. Wow, this thing was amazing. I gave this a rare five out of five. The Garden Brewery from Croatia, one I've talked about a lot this year. I've raved a lot about The Garden. They're a great Croatian brewery. I'm not going to go into the full story behind them this time. Also in one of these boxes was a beer from White Hag in Ireland. Their Hopstravaganza beer for their Hopstravaganza beer festival. That was really, really nice as well. I gave that four and a half out of five. Next came a beer from Buxton Brewery. Costa Rican Coffee Extra Porter. Enjoyed that. That was good. Give that four out of five. Online and on the app. World Wave. Number one for variety. I started a new feature in August. After having several really good artists recommended to me on Spotify and discovering them through MP3VA, I decided to start my own Artist of the Month feature. And I started on the first of the International Beer Day shows, Beer Show 45, with a singer who just put a new album out, who I saw back in 2016 supporting Coldplay at Wembley Arena in London. Her name is Leanne Le Havis. This is the first song I played you off her self-titled 2020 release, Leanne Le Havis. It's called Seven Times. Wirral Wave. Now, here comes the music. Pray and pray I'm 
For August, I started something special. I did two special things for August. I did a two-week special for International Beer Day, which got specially extended shows for the web replay. International Beer Day is the first Friday of August, which was the 7th of August last year, and will be the 6th of August this year. So I, I went home, back to the Wirral, for a couple of weekends, and knowing International Beer Day was coming up, I did pre-International Beer Day, I did the weekend before, to go out on International Beer Day, and then I reviewed a load of beers on International Beer Day itself. So I started with a beer I brought back from a trip abroad in 2015, my trip to the Netherlands with Cheryl Cade of Thirst Beers from Norwich. And this was Vuleers Heidebeer from the Heidebrewerierge. This was really nice, it was a honey beer, and like a few have done recently, it completely fizzed over the top when I opened it. It had been sat in my kitchen since 2015. And it completely fizzed over when I opened it. That was really nice. Gave that one a 4 out of 5. Then I had Sierra Nevada Pale Ale from Sierra Nevada in the USA. That was nice. Gave that a 4 out of 5. And then a beer I brought back from Budapest. Monio Brewing's Where is Seb? That got a 4. Then a beer from Norway also got a four. Nergnaya, India Pale Ale. This was a 7.2% IPA. That was really nice. I really enjoyed that one. Then I finished that first day on a beer from Japan. Hitchino Nest Espresso Stout from Kyuchi Brewery. Really nice that one. Then as we cross over into August, I had Mr. Orange, the 2018 edition from Tuul in Denmark. This was really nice. I gave this a four and a half out of five. This was like a sour IPA. I picked this up somewhere in Sheffield in 2018. And then my last, my last four or higher rated beer for that weekend came from Iceland. Not Iceland the supermarket, Iceland the country. Einstock Oligero, toasted Icelandic porter. This is really, really nice stuff. It's a good porter. I picked this up from Newington Temple in Liverpool. Anyone who can get out to Newington Temple in Liverpool? Because they sell me it to drink in or, or they'll say, can I have one to take away? And they'll sell me it to take away, so... But of course, all bars are takeaway at the moment, so that's a really nice porter. Give that a 4 out of 5. Wirral Wave Web Radio on wirralwave.co.uk. Oh, wonderful! Listen all you want. We're coronavirus free. Wirral Wave. My artist of the month of September was again someone that was recommended on Spotify, an indie rock band from London. I love my indie rock, I love my alternative music. This band formed in 2015. They'd been putting songs out over the last five years or so, trying to get themselves established. And in 2020, they really came into their own. The Seagulls is an indie rock band formed in London in 2015, comprising of four members. Henry Carnemile, Rory Young, Andrew Noswood and Ollie Kahn. The band are signed to Polydor Records and are known for their indie anthems and electric live shows. The first release under Polydor was Damage Done on the 7th of May 2019. Their debut single was released on the 1st of June 2017. The first song I played you came off their album Open Up Your Head, released on the 14th of August 2020. It's called Transplant. Another chapter in the history of electronic radio communications begins. Every other word you say 
first destination for my September shows was the Netherlands and I started on Mosaic Hop from Brewerier's Keys from Middelburg in Zealand. Life's too short for boring middle of the road beers. Craft Brewery Keys stands for tasty hoppy flavours and strong dark ales but there'll always be a twist. That special something that makes his beers stand out. Owner and brewer Keys Bubberman started brewing in 2007 at MLS a small regional brewery in Zealand. Within a couple of years, Emelis became a household name amongst craft breweries worldwide. In 2014, Keith Bubberman decided to start his own brewery in his hometown of Middleburg. Brewery Keys was started in January 2015. Within a year, his delicious IPAs, porters, Russian Imperial Stouts, barrel-aged barley wines, 
porters and stouts found their way into the beer world. Keys keeps on creating new beers and searching for new tastes, sometimes following trends and sometimes setting them. This beer was called Mosaic Hop. Any guesses what was in it? Mosaic Hop was a 5.5% Belden IPA and the description on tap says Refreshing light amber with the typical citrus fruit flavour of the Mosaic Hop from the USA. I said big, juicy, fruity. Absolutely delicious. I gave this a 4.2 out of 5. Next up came a beer from Dunwarsluthal. The Beer Engineers. Four brothers, three engineers and an accountant if I remember correctly. Resonance was an 8% pastry stout. And all it says is stout with coconut and chocolate. Oh, this thing was absolutely delicious. I gave it a 4 out of 5. I got the sweetness of the chocolate first, followed by the coconut and then the bitterness. And that weekend I also had something out of my fridges. A beer from Neptune Brewery in Liverpool at McGull. Their Even Flow Lager. 4.5% traditionally balanced lagered lager. Pale, slightly fruity and refreshing. My next 4 out of 5 was actually a bottle of my homebrew. You know what I just said about liking really chocolatey beers? Well, I brewed a mocha porter. American mocha porter from Young's Homebrew. Not to blow my own trumpet or anything, but this thing is really, really nice. I've still got some bottles of this left. This was bottled on the 21st of the 620, so we probably started brewing this either at the end of May or the beginning of June, because me and my dad have been homebrewing during lockdown. It was our second beer. I'm tempted to get another kit and brew another batch later in the year. Another of my homebrew, the latest one at that time, on the 16th of August, was Bulldog Brew's Bad Cat Imperial Red Ale. Oh, I love this stuff as well. It came out at 7.74%. Sweet and juicy, delicious, I said. I gave that a 4.2 out of 5. Really nice, really enjoyed that. So we moved back to the Netherlands, and my next 4 out of 5 rated beer was from Oedipus Brewing. A stout called Panty. Roasted caramelised and some rye malts enhance the body of this beer. Together with Cascade Hops, the flavours of Panty are mostly roasty, chocolatey and licorice-like. Again, really nice beer that. I hope to try some more from Oedipus Brewing sometime. And that was it for that box. Then I had another Mocha Porter, another Bad Cat. A few days later, another Bad Cat. I moved on. I then had a beer I'd ordered from Tesco. I got a Tesco order of beer back in August. And I haven't officially reviewed this on the show yet, so... But I got Lost Cosmonauts from North Brewing Co. in Leeds. Introducing Lost Cosmonauts. This hazy, hoppy IPA is packed with mosaic and equinot hops and epitomises everything we love about beer. Piney aromas, tropical stone fruit flavours and very drinkable. Yeah, really nice, big, juicy, fruity IPA. Just what I like in an IPA. I gave it a 4.2 out of 5, that one. And then my next batch of homebrew was ready. I was testing it, it had been bottled for 8 days, and even after 8 days in the bottle, because you're supposed to leave it for a couple of weeks, even after a week in the bottle it was really nice and I rated it a 4 out of 5. And then we move on to the missing show. I missed an entire show from the end of August, because I got distracted by doing my August Monk Holiday Weekend special. But there was actually a box from Thornbridge Peak Ender, which will be coming up later in the year. I had Fine Ales from Scotland, Easy Trail, which was an IPA, which I gave a 4 out of 5. Really nice, that. You'll be getting the review of that in due course. You're listening to Wirral Wave. Wirral Wave Web Radio. And then we go to my August Bank Holiday weekend special, which I did from home. I had a weekend back at my house. And first up was Biggerling from Boundary Brewing in Ireland. 6% American IPA. It just says IPA with 16 grams per litre dry hop of Idaho 7. 
This was really nice. I put juicy, fruity and slightly soured IPA. Yeah, enjoyed that. And then I pulled a beer out of my cupboards on the Saturday the 30th of August. Too many opinions watered down the original idea from Verdant Bruco. It was 9.2. This was the original 9.2 release and now it's 8. A clean malt bill and tons of hoppy, piney, resiny, Simcoe, Amarillo, Cascade, Columbus and Chinook. Really, really nice. I don't know what it's going to be like now they've reduced it by 1.2%, but... Yeah, I gave that 4.2. Really enjoyed that. Then I had Oka Bale, Citra. Really enjoyed that as well. That's a good beer. The first beer in the UK ever to use the Citra hop. And I finished the 30th of August on Oatmeal Stout from Peerless Brewing at Birkenhead. I put on absolutely amazing form. The best I've had it in ages. Good creamy flavour and intense hit of chocolate. I gave that a 5 out of 5. That was a rare 5 out of 5. On the 31st of August, I had Northern Monk Patrons Project Doomsday Disco Fruity IPA. I put juicy, fruity and thick. Inspired by flavours of rainbow sherbet, this silky IPA is brewed with three fruits. Raspberry, pineapple and mango. A total of 90 grams per litre fruit puree was added throughout fermentation for the layers of candy-like juicy depth and delight. That got a 4 out of 5. And then my first beer on the 31st got a 4.2. Suntrap from Gypsy Hill Brewing in London. We've talked about Gypsy Hill a few times this year, if you remember the review of this. Suntrap is a New England style IPA. We pulled New Hop variety brew wine to sit alongside the stalwart Simcoe to create a huge ripe sofruit aroma and clean citrus fruit flavours. Goes well with green fingers and sun lounges. It was 6.5%. Really nice. My last beer on the 31st of August was the Lancaster Black from Lancaster Brewery. We talked about this right at the beginning of the show when I visited Lancaster Brewery in January. Gold medal winner, Sibber Award winning classic traditional stout. Complex with a rich full body. Crisp with full bouquet of spices, fruit and floral aromas. Black is a stout for the true connoisseur. Yeah, absolutely delicious. I gave that a 4.2 as well. My first beer on the 1st of September came from Whiplash Brewery. Didn't know Whiplash Brewery. From Dublin. Reckoner, a 6.3% American IPA. Brewed with a new hop called Strata. The nose is heavy, sticky pineapple, passion fruit and white grape with the flavours it delivers the same. Added with a dank and heft, big sweetness and a light noble hop spice. I really enjoyed this. This was a good beer. I hope to try that again. I gave that a 4.2 out of 5. And then I had another bottle of my American Mocha Porter, my homebrew. Okay, that a 4 out of 5, obviously. And I finished on a beer I've been looking for for some time. A Lambic-style beer from Belgium. Brewerier's Boon. Oudgers. 2014-2015 edition. This was a very special beer. It was a sour beer. It had then been aged. Yeah, really, really nice. Nice, good, Lambic sour beer. I gave it a 4.2 out of 5. And that was August. We listened to you all time. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. Wirral Wave Web Radio on wirralwave.co.uk. My answer of the month for October was a 20 year old girl from Grantham in Lincolnshire, quite close to where I grew up. I know Grantham quite well. Her name is Holly Humberstone. Holly Humberstone featured on shows 53 to 57. I've played the title track from this EP, Falling Asleep at the Wheel, back on show 40. So there were four other tracks on the EP, and so I does those four weeks in October, I'd finish it off. I'll play you now that song I played on show 54. This is called Drop Dead. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now.
did you come around here just to start a fight? Drop dead. I let you do what you want with my heart and I drop dead. And you put the poison in every word. You said, stop messing with my head. Stop playing with my head. One look and I drop dead. One time just staying and if I take you back. I call you bluff, why don't you put a bullet to my head? My ride or die, I'll take your love and tell myself it's good enough, but you know, and I know. One look and I drop dead. If I cried, I'd be lying, I'd be faking it. Drop dead. It's a fine line in between love and hate. I guess I'm messing with my head. Keep playing with my head. One look and I drop dead. One time just staying in the if I take you back. I call you bluff. Why don't you put a bullet to started my next box of beer right at the very end of September. We'll call it October because it was the 28th of September and this moved over into October for the next week. By the end of September I'd got round to reviewing my beers from the beginning of September. This is confusing. Show 53 on the 28th of September I had my beers from the beginning of September. Finishing off my Sidefest 1 box and having a couple of beers for my birthday on the 8th of September. So my top rated beers over my birthday weekend were my new homebrew, an OK Drum Ale, with oak chips in it. Still got a few bottles of these as well, which I ended up nicknaming Rita Aura because it's O-R-A, Oak Drum Ale. And then I wasn't overly impressed with uh, the remains of my Cyberfest box, but I did have two beers I'd bought myself. I had Lansdowne from Bath Ales, that was really nice. Named after the area of Bath, which the brewery is based in, if I remember correctly. And I'd brought myself a can of Brewdog's Double Punk IPA in that Tesco order back in August. And I really enjoyed that. I said, delicious, need more. Then I moved on to my next box, 
which was Hop Explorers. And out of that, I endured the Magic Rock Dark Arts, which is always one of my favourites, which I rated a 5 out of 5. I said, beer so good you need a defence against it. Rich and dark porter with coffee and chocolate tones. One of my all-time favourite dark beers. Never fails to disappoint from the can. And then I had a couple of my homebrews, the Mocha Porter and the Bad Cat Imperial Red. So I had All and Ought Handshake was the next 4 out of 5 rated beer from the Hop Explorers box. All and Ought Handshake, a Baltic porter brewed with Ukrainian cranberries. A collaboration between All and Ought in Estonia and Varvar in the Ukraine. And then I had Wrocław Pils from Brauvar Stu Mustov in Wrocław. Love this beer, love this brewery. Great Polish brewery. Yeah, really enjoy their pills. That got a 4 out of 5. The Wrocław Pils was 5%. And the Old Nor Handshake was 6.5%. And then we moved on to Oktoberfest. And my next beer was Boro Weizen. Boro is a brewery run by an artist. This came from Beer Show 56. Yeah, it was really nice. Just a standard Hefeweizen, but done very, very well. Had good taste of banana and clove. That got a 4 out of 5. I enjoyed the Dunkel from Outkeen Brewery Kauf Boren, or ABK. This is a great German brewery I've been introduced to by Beer 52 this year. Nice, good Dunkel. It was surprising because it was light brown and I associate Dunkels with being black. But yeah, really enjoyed that. That got a 4 out of 5. Then I had Spree Coast IPA from Lemke. Oh, this thing was amazing. I said, wow, amazing. Sweet taste of grapefruit and melon with a slight bitterness on the back end. I rated that a 5 out of 5. That was really good. For a German brewery I'd never heard of, that was amazing. Yeah, really, really nice, that one. Has a bouquet of ripe origins, mandarins, pomelo and honeydew lemons. It was 6.9% as well. Why do the strong beers always taste the best, eh? My final beer out of that box and my final beer for October. We went back to Boro and I had their Schwarz beer, which is just a Schwarz beer, which is a particular type of beer that I don't have time to go into now. Really nice. I rated that a 4.2 out of 5. It's a dark beer. And that's it for October. We're all wave. Web radio. My artist of the month for November was someone else who'd been recommended on Spotify. Another young female singer from London. I'm getting into these upcoming artists at the moment. I really am. And I don't know why, but I tend to like the vocal of all these female artists. Anyway, her name was Biba Doobie. Biba Doobie was actually recommended to me, I think, back in the summer, but because I'm only doing one artist per month, it wasn't until November that I could put her into the show. She's a Filipino-born singer based out of London now, living with her family in London. She started recording in 2017. At just 20 years old, Biba Doobie has built her dedicated Generation Z fanbase with her flawless output of conversational bedroom pop songs. Apparently, that's what this new genre is called. I would play you the last track by her I played, but it's five and a half minutes and I probably don't have time if I want to fit everything else in. So I'm going to go for the first track I paid you by her. It's called Care. We're all wave. Now, here comes the music. It's been a while since I've talked about it Maybe it's time to cooperate I need some help to forget about it I don't want your sympathy Stop saying you give a shit Cause you don't really care, 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 yeah Care, 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 yeah Care, 
Starting November, we had beers from New Zealand. So there was a collaboration brewery from Fierce Beer in Scotland with Eight Wired from New Zealand called Fancy Wiring, which I gave a 4 out of 5 to. Out of the New Zealand box, I also enjoyed Juicy Boy's Digital IPA, a 5.7% international IPA. A classic Kiwi IPA, clean malt, citrus and tropical hop with a bold bitterness. Yeah, really nice that. That got a 4 out of 5. Yeah. And that was it for the New Zealand box. Next up came my box from New York. The first beer out of this one I liked was Effortless Grapefruit Session IPA from Captain Lawrence Brewing Company in New York State. This was really nice. Big, juicy, fruity, but only 4.5%. Really enjoyable, that one. Give me a good appreciation for Captain Lawrence. It's something I'm going to have to look out for in the future. And then I had a beer from Evil Twin. Ye oldie stout will never go out of style. Again, big four out of five for this. I said delicious bitter roast coffee tones and a chocolatey sweetness. 5.4% oatmeal stout. Then the last beer out of this box didn't actually come from New York. For some reason they'd put a beer in from Tailgate in Nashville. But it's one of my favourite, favourite American stouts. Peanut Butter Milk Stout from Tailgate Brewery. Becoming a cult classic in Nashville, PBMS is a full-bodied velvety milk stout. After fermentation is complete, we add peanut butter flavour to the beer, giving just enough of that recognisable peanut butter flavour and aroma, but still maintaining a delicious, approachable milk stout. Absolutely delicious. I gave that a 5 out of 5. Listen to We're All Wait. They can't touch you for it. Our music for December comes from a singer-songwriter from Asheville, North Carolina in the USA. Her name is Hope Griffin. Off her Christmas album and the lights will shine, this is What Are You Doing New Year's Eve? Wirral Wave. Now, here comes the music.
December was the run-up to Christmas, and I had three beer advent calendars. I read one of them for you on the show, and I went back to Captain Lawrence Brewing Company for my first beer I liked out of my beer advent calendars on the 1st of December. There's Citra Dreams. This was a nice creamy pale ale, obviously made with Citra Hop. 7%. It says it bursts with orange, grapefruit and resin. Yeah, really, really nice. 4 out of 5 for that. For the 2nd of December, I had Hopping Spree from Round Corner Brewing. I'm not going to tell you about any of these because you've already heard them in the Christmas show. Again, really nice. Good, nice. Hoppy but not too bitter. West Coast IPA. Brewed in Melton Mowbray in Leicestershire. That got a 4 out of 5. For the 3rd of December, Tora by Shrek Company. We've already talked about this, so I'm not going to go into it again. 4 out of 5. Out of my beer 52 box. 4th of December, Evil Santa Spice Milk Stout from the Virginia Beer Company. Been looking forward to trying more from these guys. Yeah, really nice that one. 4 out of 5. Good milk stout. Out of my Brewdog box on the 5th of December came Double Punk. Really like Double Punk. We've already talked about it a little, so 4.2 out of 5 for Double Punk. Out of my beer advent calendar from John Lewis, I kept saying M&S, but it was actually John Lewis, I had Rothaus Eiszapfler from Germany, which means either icicle or ice cream tap, if you have it as one word or two. That was really nice, 4 out of 5. My Brewdog beer on the 6th of December was Brewdog vs Cloudwater New England IPA. Really enjoyed that. Good Duty Fruity beer, gave that 4.2. Skipping forward now to the 8th of December, I had Be Even More Pacific from Siren Craft Brewery. This came out of my Beer 52 box. That was very nice. I've actually got another can of this because I ordered some beer from Siren Craft a while ago. For the 9th of December, the beer out of my Beer 52 box, Winter Law from the Gritchy Brewing Company. That was really nice. That was like a good spiced winter beer. And the brewery is owned by Guy Ritchie. Brewdog's Fake Empire on the 10th of December. This was really nice. The supposed tartness was more a sweetness more than anything else, but it was quite nice. This was supposed to be a sour IPA. That got a 4 out of 5. Brewdog's OG Hazy, which is the rebranded Hazy Jane, as Hazy Jane's now been rebranded to the lower ABV one. That was really nice. Nice, sweet, juicy, fruity, 4 out of 5. For the 11th of December, coming out of my Beer 52 box, Northern Brunk Patent Project 18.03, the North Sea Sessions. This was a really nice cloudy beer. Really enjoyed that. For the 14th of December, the Raven Stout from S43 or Sonic 43 Brewery. Really nice, really enjoyable. I love this stout. 4 out of 5. That was out of my John Lewis box. Followed immediately by the Garden Brewery's Chocolate and Vanilla Porter. Love this stuff. Great brewery. We've talked about it a little earlier in the show. 4 out of 5. Out of my Beer 52, Vocation Brewery, Smash and Grab. Really nice, juicy, fruity, double IPA. 4 out of 5. And out of my John Lewis advent calendar, Old Indian Oil from Harvestoo. Nice Scottish stout. 4 out of 5. For the 17th of December, out of my Brewdog, we had Elvis Juice, which I rated 4 out of 5. And out of my Beer 52, we had Anspach and Hobday's Ordinary Bitter, which I rated 4 out of 5. Out of my Brewdog for the 18th of December, we had Triple Hazy, which I rated a 4.5 out of 5. Really nice stuff, that. Really enjoyed that. For the 18th of December, out of my Beer 52, I had Holy F from Dark Revolution. That was a really nice dark beer. For the 20th of December, out of my Beer 52, came Stiegel Goldbrow, or Stiegel Beer, from Stiegel Brewery in Germany. This was a German lager, a real German lager. This was really nice. Nice, creamy lager. That got a 4 out of 5. For the 22nd of December, my brew dog was Elvis Hammer. A blend of Elvis Juice and Jack Hammer. I put Elvis Speaks Jack, and together they get hammered. This was 
7.2% I think. I gave it a 4.2 out of 5. Really nice beer that. Out of my beer 52 box for the 22nd came the new brand of Tiny Rebel Staple Porter, the Irish Cream Edition. Really, really nice. Marshmallow and Irish Cream. 4.2 out of 5. For the 23rd of December, I opened my beer 52 box first. And we had La Trappe Brewery. Isidore. Really nice, dark, golden, almost red beer. Yeah, very nice beer. That, 4 out of 5. Out of my Brewdog box came Layer Cake. I said, anybody seen Daniel Craig? Yeah, really nice, creamy stout. And that was it for the four or higher rated beers out of my beer advent calendar for December. Online and mobile. We're wave. We're already into the holiday spirits. Over Christmas, I drank a few beers. On Christmas Day, I had a bottle of Red Hot Poker from Tatton Brewery. Really nice, one of my favourite Christmas beers. This had this in Chester at Telford's Warehouse some years ago for the first time. The used by date had rubbed off it, but I haven't been out to the brewery since February 18, so I knew it was a bit old, but yeah, that was really nice. And then my latest batch of homebrew, Tinsel Toes from Woodford's, the homebrew edition, that was really nice. First try that, yeah, really enjoyed that. On Boxing Day, I had Hollybush from Salopian Brewery, again, slightly out of date, but yeah, really, really nice. And I opened it and it just exploded everywhere. It wouldn't stop coming out. I think I lost about a third of the bottle. I mentioned earlier I've been doing this 12 beers of Christmas from Firebrand. It's a box. It's sort of a post-Christmas advent calendar. And the second beer out of that on Boxing Day was the Lemon Drop Pale. I gave a 4 out of 5. On the 27th of December I had Glenafric's Winter Warmer, which I picked up last year. That was really nice. That was their spiced stout. That got 4 out of 5. I opened my Beer 52 Cyberfest 4 Christmas Party Box and I had White Hag Brewery's Noel Eggnog Beer. Oh, that was really nice. I gave that a 4.2. I said it tastes like alcoholic custard. That was on the 28th. On the 29th, I got Firebrand Brewery's Session West Coast IPA. Really nice. That got a 4. And I also had Glenafric Brewery's Hot Choco. That was their Mexican Spice Chili Porter. Couldn't really taste the chili, but it did taste of red fruits. Out of my beer 52 box, I had Brew York's Fairy Tale of Brew York 2020. This is always a nice Christmas beer from Brew York. That got a 4 out of 5. On the 30th, I had Tatton Brewery's Yeti, which is their winter beer. Again, probably about two and a half years out of date, but still tastes absolutely amazing. That got a 4 out of 5. And we will now move on to New Year's Eve. We're all wave. Web radio. And finally, to New Year's Eve. I know this may spoil a feature coming up in January, but I've been having this thing called the 12 Beers of Christmas from Firebrand Brewing. And my beer out of that for behind door number 7 for New Year's Eve was their coffee stout. This was really nice. Coffee beers can be hit or miss sometimes, but this was really, really nice stuff. I got a 4 out of 5. Then I pulled a few beers from my collection. I had Polly's Bruco and Original Mix. This is a really nice IPA from Polly's Bruco at Mould. Really nice, really juicy, really fruity. Hazy IPA, that got a 4 out of 5. I then had probably the ultimate Christmas beer, the beer I missed over Christmas. Delirium Brewery's Delirium Christmas. Oh, this was delicious. Big, juicy, fruity, it had a taste of red fruits and it was 10%. Absolutely delicious, that got a 5 out of 5. And my final beer of 2020 was Habiton Crunch from Habiton Brewery in Islington, London. Really nice 
good peanut butter beer. Some peanut butter beers can be a bit hit or miss. A really nice peanut butter milk stout. I enjoyed that. That got a 4 out of 5. And my first beer of 2021 didn't quite hit top marks, but I'm going to mention it anyway. It was my leftover bottle of Merry Christmas Happy New Year 2019 from Anchor Brewing Company in San Francisco. Bit better than last year, it had aged a little bit more. We got a 3.8 out of 5. We're away. Your local community station with a difference. That just leads me to say Happy New Year. I'll be back to the normal format next week. Hope you had a good one. Let's hope 2021 is better than 2020. Enjoy yourselves. Stay safe. And I'll see you on Friday the 8th of January for the first show of the new year, where we will have a new Artist of the Month.